1: must be 21 and older and present in select states first online real money wager only ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com fanduel is offering online sports wagering in kansas under an agreement with kansas star casino llc gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com rg in colorado iowa michigan new jersey ohio N-Y or text hope N-Y in New York.
2: All right, everybody, hold on to your shapewear. We're about to do a new episode. Welcome to Lee and Haley Overtime.
3: Lee Cruz, how are you? Well, I'm living the dream. What are you talking
2: about? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yes, you are listening to the Lee and Haley Overtime Podcast. I'm Haley Harmon. This is Lee Cruz. And we're ready to just talk about whatever the heck we want for the next 45 minutes to an hour. And we appreciate you watching. If you're watching on YouTube, Kentucky Sports Radio's YouTube channel, the video version, or if you're listening, wherever you're listening, in your car, cleaning your house, avoiding family, we understand. Anyway, uh, who are we sponsored by Lee Cruz?
3: Shun Lee. Oh,
2: Yes, that's right. Yeah,
3: it's uh, Chinese cuisine, which is now officially open. I may take the boys there later today for lunch.
2: What about me, Nikita, and Bridget? The girls don't get to go? It's
3: just a boys thing.
2: Oh, it's a boys thing. That's
3: the thing about Shun Lee. They don't allow women.
2: Oh, okay.
3: No, of course you guys can go if you want. Uh, Shun Lee is uh, located at 111 What is that? Woodford Court? I believe. It's right off of Main Street. Woodland Avenue. Woodland Avenue. Thank you. What the heck was that about? Woodford Court. I was uh, drinking bourbon for a minute. Yeah, 111 Woodland Avenue, correct.
2: So what did you have in your notes there? You just wrote 111 and were like, I'll trust myself to find the street. No, I
3: lost my notes.
2: Yes. What so, um, yeah, it's at Woodland and Maine, right there as you're approaching downtown Lexington. If you're, you know, coming in, if you've just passed Coach Cal's house on the way in, you'll see if it you're there, going downtown. Correct. Yes, you'll see it right there on your left. It's in that gorgeous building um, that has shops and restaurants down on the bottom, and it's a big residential building that is historic and absolutely gorgeous. You know the
3: thing about Coach Cal's neighborhood; they could develop anything they wanted there. They could put up a uh, they could put up a shopping mall. They could put an industrial complex because Cal doesn't believe in a zone.
2: Oh, nice.
3: I just, I just came up with that. Oh,
2: did you? I was going to say, what time did you think of that last night? No, just now. Give me now. five on that one. I'm sick. Oh, that's true.
3: Um. Anyway. Thank you for that. So here's what Carlo has done. Carlo, Now, uh,
2: now tell who Carlo is. Well, he's the owner. Well, y- you didn't say that.
3: What do you mean I didn't say it? You hadn't said it yet. Well, Carlo's the owner. Okay. Well, when I'm about to tell you what he did, who else does it? A customer? You know what I'm going to do for you guys. I'm going to bring in wonderful Chinese chefs that do authentic Chinese cuisine. Yes. So, you know, it's not just willy-nilly. This thing is done well. And by the way, the reviews are outstanding Mm -hmm. because a friend of mine went, there for lunch got like a sneak preview she said it was fantastic oh nice it was really good so i'm excited Shun Li again that is uh sponsoring today's podcast 111 woodland avenue
2: yeah where they're located i'm excited to try it close to to downtown yeah i've seen the signage and stuff going up and it's a great location and i'm excited to try the cuisine because we don't really have anything like that like yes we have chinese restaurants but you know Mm-hmm. More like a Chinese buffet that I adored when I was a child. But this sounds like a more authentic, sit-down, oh. nice, beautiful restaurant, so I'm excited to try
3: it. And how are you?
2: I'm okay. I just got a second cup of coffee. We are switching things up this week because poor little Lee has been sick, and so we mm-hmm. normally record this in the afternoons, but we're recording it in the morning the following day, so I'm having my second cup of coffee this morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, how are you feeling, sweet thing?
3: Um, all right. You know.
2: Well, thanks for listening. Um, appreciate it. Well, what's going on with you? Your health yeah, is our nobody business. Cares.
3: Trust me. Nobody cares. nobody cares. I uh I, you know, I was fine and I was um uh watching Reed Shepherd. Oh
2: I dreamed about him last night.
3: <laughs> go off. Yeah. What love was your him. dream?
2: No, I dreamed that for some reason I was on the team bus after the game. Mm. After Reed went off and scored the 32 and basically took over the game in the last yeah. 96 seconds. I dreamed that for some reason I was on the team bus because they were like, you are you are the best fan we have. And then we got diverted and we ended up in this cabin. Me, Reed, a couple of the other guys.
3: Okay, we've heard enough. And
2: someone was trying to break in and then there was a mouse that ran across the floor and I laid my head on Reed's shoulder and then the dream ended. So I like to think that it ended, had I stayed asleep, we would have ended betrothed, and uh-huh. Jeff would have officiated. Oh,
3: would he? Yes.
2: Hmm. Yes. Anyway, no. So you were watching the game. You were watching Reed go off. Best performance yeah, and he's had.
3: I, uh, and I walked home, and I woke up with a tremendous sore throat, and I was like, what? What's this about? Yeah. Was I yelling? You know, it was one of those, like, what, yeah. what did I do? Yeah. Anyway.
2: Yeah. How are you? So what do you think? Cold symptoms?
3: I think it's Ebola.
2: You think you went to bed and woke up with
3: Ebola. I did. Now, where did you watch the game? Uh, in a cave in West Africa. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, we, uh, that explains it. Uh, Bat-guana got me.
2: Bat-guana.
3: is that what it's called? Apparently, you can get it that way. I learned that from uh, Jeremy Clarkson.
2: That old surgeon. <laughs> the,
3: the, 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 <laughs> the official. Uh, that doctor. Yeah. Surgeon General of the... UK.
2: Like anyone younger than you, you act particularly annoyed with them all the time. And Nua is kind of your new victim these days. But well, that I, is one thing that you agree with him on. You both are huge fans of Jeremy Clarkson. Yes. Now, what does that do to your planned hatred of him where you are always annoyed him. with him?
3: I don't hate him.
2: I know. But everything he does, you instantly are like, oh, to his face. He, he loves Nua he deeply. Gets but to Nua's enough. face. So he's like, oh, Nua.
3: He gets enough praise. It's like when? when from coach, me he does. When Coach go but what does that mean? You give it out all the time, will okay. uh, I mean, in just here. the other day you were giving it to Reed Shepherd.
2: I didn't give it to Reed Shepherd. Who said that?
3: I, I would. Although see what I mean like Cal, first thing Cal goes, I they go, What hey coach, what about Reed Shepherd? I was wanting to choke him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know what he's talking about, because I was like, what he did are you doing? A couple,
2: yeah, didn't make it. But he's, he's,
3: he's a kid. He's a child. He, yeah, he's a kid. I mean, eight months ago, he was playing against high school guys, and now he's playing against grown men in the toughest basketball conference in the country. Yeah,
2: for sure. It's a big difference and an adjustment. Yeah. Noah, who gives you more praise, Lee or myself?
3: So that's like choosing between your favorite parent, you know? I'm that not. was not the question, who's your favorite. The question is... It's
2: who treats you nicer? Who gives you praise? Who doesn't criticize your every move? Who
3: gives you more compliments? Uh, Haley, I, I guess. You know, I right. Now, know. let's be honest. Which one means more when you get a compliment? Lee.
2: <laughs> because he never <laughs> compliments you. You know what? That's fu- You know what? I'm going to withhold compliments. I don't care if you do the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to go, hmm, well... This was a tough question for me. How dare you? (laughs) Nua showed up today wearing glasses. If you've watched our TV show, The Lee and Haley Show, um, which airs weekdays, check your local listings. Um, Nua never wears glasses when he appears on the show, and today he's wearing some nice frames. What are those Ray Ban frames? Yeah. Why don't you tell the story
3: about uh, Nua? I'll need more. I need more context. I need a prompt. (laughs) The other night, and the other night, the other day, you and I were stopped by a couple of ladies that were wanting us to do something. You are
2: bad about being vague. You're so vague to the point you just said, Haley. You and I were stopped with by two women who wanted us to do That's something. That's correct.
3: That's correct.
2: Mm-hmm. One, it was Reed in a wig, and I felt right yeah. for it. Uh,
3: and they said they well, we saw you.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry, we ran into two women who we had um, met previously, um, and we had run into them in a parking lot, and we were chit chatting. They're very, very sweet, and. Um, one of the ladies said, "Oh, Lee, I actually we actually saw you yesterday, actually out at breakfast with your son, and we didn't say anything because we didn't want to interrupt." And Lee gives this really weird look, and I was like, "What?"
3: Because my head went right to my brother, because he gets conv- As a matter of fact, earlier that day, uh, a friend of mine said, "Tell your brother I was getting my teeth cleaned," and she her name was Panda, and she was yeah, and she was wanting to. Tell me, because I had called her, and my name popped up on her phone. She goes, you know Lee Cruz? And she said, yes, well, I clean his brother's son's teeth. And I kept looking at him like, I know this guy. Where are? Where? And then finally, Aaron lets her off the hook, says, well, I'm Lee's I'm brother. I'm Lee's brother. Yeah.
2: Much younger. But
3: she thought it was me. Much younger. He's not that much younger. And he certainly doesn't look it.
2: He doesn't. He has so much more gray hair than you. Yeah. Distinguished looking. It's not a knock. But it is funny the way that works. Kids
3: kids, man.
2: Anyway, uh, what she was talking about is that Lee and Nua had gone to breakfast the day before. Well, because
3: he walked by, she goes, well, there he is.
2: Yeah, as, we, as we're having this conversation, <laughs> Nua is walking in, the, walking in the parking lot to his car. I was
0: going to grab lunch, yes. and I saw you point at me. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, later <laughs> yeah. in the day, I said, Nua, do you know what the conversation we was having? He goes, oh, that's why you pointed at me in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, they saw Lee and Nua, and, and she said, oh, well, I'm sorry, that boy looks 16. And we were like, oh, we know. He yeah. is incredibly you. And he is going to adore that as he gets older. I used to be annoyed with that, like, when I first got into television, when I was in, like, my early 20s. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, no one respects me. Everyone thinks I look too young. One day I'll look old enough so I can anchor the evening news. And now I look back and I'm like, a pleasure to be told you look way younger. I still get told I look younger, but not as young as I would like.
3: Well, you got carded the other day.
2: I get carded all the time.
3: I don't. I do. I do. New he
2: get they, they ask for his, uh, I don't even know, his school ID. They're like, and son, did your elementary school give you an ID? Oh, me. That
3: was uh, one of my favorite jokes I remember as a kid. I'm watching Late Night yeah. with David Letterman, and Jerry Seinfeld was the comic. Jerry. He came out and he did a set. He goes, don't you enjoy when you got your first wallet? Mm-hmm. And they put that little... Fill in the blank ID card in there because mm-hmm. I was so excited. I'm a little boy and I fill it out, put all the information, and then when somebody would meet me or I would go someplace, they go, "You need any ID? Because I got some."
2: Oh my gosh! Yes,
3: <laughs> here it is.
2: Oh, I'd write Here's everything my on that ID card. card yeah. Oftentimes, I would mess something up so it would have like a scribbled out section, and then that something that my sister's ex boyfriend had, and we used to always joke with him about it. Apparently. It was born from a tragic event where a child was either kidnapped or something. It was like.
3: This is going to be funny. I can't
2: remember what it was. It was a push in America for all children to have a photo ID. Oh,
3: I remember that. Yeah, they sent a kit out.
2: They sent a kit out and yeah. you put your photo in and then his mom had always saved his. Fingerprints. Yeah, it was like a fingerprint and then your picture and then yeah. all your information on it. But I can't remember what it was called, but his picture was absolutely hysterical.
3: I can't remember. Wasn't uh, Joe, not Joe Walsh. uh, John Walsh. John Walsh. Yeah. Joe Walsh from the Eagles is looking for kids. He is looking. He wants. (laughs) He wants every
2: child. Yeah. No, I actually think maybe maybe I got a Maserati does 185. Sorry. Yes. I had to get that out. No, I know what you mean. Um, And anyway, John Walsh is back on TV with the new reboot of America's Most Wanted. So check that out. I watched the first episode. It was great.
3: Richard Lewis died again. Again. Yeah. I was thinking this about time him I today. Think it took. Yeah, I think it did.
2: That is sad. He's so wonderful. So when Richard Lewis.
3: There's two. There's two stories about Richard Lewis.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: One of which I love.
2: The other I hate. No, I love
3: both of them. One of them when he was a kid in high school. The TV show. Candid camera came to his school, oh. and he didn't know because they were pranking the kids. Well, yeah, obviously, that,
2: that's how they do. And then they
3: put him in there with this fake guidance counselor and said, "After the test, we have determined that you're going to become a shepherd." And <laughs> "Oh, it was like
2: an aptitude test, yeah. I don't know what career? And this be is been.
3: a kid living in New York. You're, you're going gonna gonna, to. What a do you sh- mean I'm going to be a shepherd?" <laughs> he said and "I have a meltdown, you know." And it's like, I'm, "I don't want to be a shepherd." He goes, "That's what you're qualified to do. That's it. You got to be a shepherd." It's like, I don't want to do this. You know, it was. uh, Oh, that's so funny. But the other thing, and maybe you can look it up on YouTube. I used to enjoy when I was in college, later with uh, Bob Costas. Oh, you had The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, David Letterman, and then later with Bob Costas. And Bob Costas would do long form interviews.
2: Oh, hilarious.
3: And occasionally he would have, you know, he would, he would have Mel Brooks on, or oh, he would have nice. and he had one time he had Richard Lewis on. Richard Lewis did so well that he had Bob up in the seat, like with his knees up to his chest.
2: Laughing so hard. Laughing
3: so hard. Bob
2: Costas? Yes.
3: And, Old and Bob, Bob, yeah, and Bob is like—I mean—he's just doing all like a like a little kid, like he's overcome with the laughter. He can't, he can't get away. He, he's yeah. you know he's losing. And influence. Richard's just
2: hitting him with more. Yes. Yeah.
3: That they wouldn't air the show. What? And Richard Lewis is now beside himself. He goes, "I kill! I literally I am- kill you!" And they—they they thought it did not merit the standards of the program. Because Bob's behavior. Which was what? And to laughing. get ratings? And Bob laughs at all the jokes that comics come on there or the stories. But this one was really unbelievably out of control that he had Bob Costas laughing so hard. Yeah. So what they did, they brought him back and then they would cut to clips of the old show. But Richard Lewis is still upset. He goes, I told everybody you got to watch tonight. I killed it. It's the, one of the best talk shows I've ever done. And it doesn't air, so they didn't. They air put like a rerun on because
2: they just felt like it was too silly.
3: Because it yeah, it just Bob is supposed to be supposed to be the straight man, elevated News interviewer. Man. He's not. Yeah. He's not a clown, mm. but he was killed by Richard Lewis.
2: That's so funny. Yeah. Oh man, and did you see Larry David's?
3: No, I didn't Comment. see what he said. No.
2: Yesterday, um, or when the news broke, he had said a lovely thing and said, uh, Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital. Mm-hmm. When He's been like a brother to me my whole life. He's always made me laugh, but been very sweet. I'm paraphrasing. But he said, but today he made me sob, and for that I will never forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Richard from Curb Your Enthusiasm, just and so many other projects, but loved him on there as well.
3: I started watching Curb from season one. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. going to try to. Get it all in. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because it's ending.
3: Yeah. This is the last season.
2: This is the last season. Yeah. Oh, Larry. Love it. I didn't realize for the longest time that Larry is the voice of the Yankees owner in uh, Oh, Steinbrenner. In Seinfeld. Yeah. I didn't realize that forever because he kind of has a funny affect that he uses, but it's obvious once you're pointed out. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Larry.
3: The other thing I noticed, too, just with the style, I think everybody assumes that That Costanza is based on Larry And it is to some degree But also it's a lot of Jerry So Jerry's delivery Is really written by Larry You can see it The way Oh And I'm not saying they don't think alike To some degree But but you can When I think about old Seinfeld shows That had to be a Larry David joke Yeah The way Jerry delivered it
2: Uh huh I was at Target yesterday killing time before I had to go pick up my dog Ollie at the groomers. And I was somehow ended in the children's book section. I don't know how. And I looked, and there's a children's book of Seinfeld. And it says Seinfeld, The Day About Nothing. And it's a book about children's versions of Elaine, George, Kramer, uh. and Jerry. Uh. And I I just flipped through it a little bit, but it looks like an episode, but kid-friendly. And it's all of them in their, you know, Elaine in her suits and all that stuff, but a child. So anyway, head to the... And there were some other funny books, um, including one that the title was, I Need a New Butt. So I I didn't flip through that one, but it was a kid's book.
3: I saw a very good TikTok video the other day. It, It was music and it said, it was a bald guy. Oh, yeah, he's got a ball cap on. And the music's playing. He goes, getting ready to go to Columbia to get the surgery. And he pulls his hat up like he's going to get hair replacement. Then his buddy, another bald, large man, same thing. And then cut to their walking. One's got gigantic breast implants, (sighs) and the other one's got a big butt.
2: Oh, dear. They got you. Yeah. Yeah, going to another country isn't always the best idea.
3: Well, that's where a lot of women go to get that much cheaper. Yes. Those sort of augmentations.
2: Yes, I know. But, you know, sometimes it did not work out. <laughs> it
3: was misdirection. I know. I get the joke. Do you? Yes. I do. Oh, what was that about? <laughs> I don't know. You kept bringing me back like, oh, they got fooled. They didn't get fooled. They fooled me.
2: Do you think I thought they really got a big boob job and a BBL? You, that's
3: the way you made it seem. Yes.
2: <sighs> well, did they? Because
3: <laughs> I'm interested. No.
2: If you were gonna get plastic surgery today, what would you do? Had to do. You have to go today. We're dropping you off. What are you getting?
3: I don't know. You've said liposuction before. Yeah, I probably suck the fat out. But then, then you could die. One of your buddies had liposuction, and weren't you one in the room them for one? Died. of Died. Oh my god! A, a guy I went to college with. He wasn't really a buddy, but he was in my class. Mm-hmm. He went and got a tummy tuck or lipo, and he died.
2: Sorry. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and
3: yeah, and a buddy of mine. Yes, he got a.
2: He got liposuction. Didn't you go in the room or something? I didn't go in
3: the. I didn't go in the surgery. But but I I picked him up in the lobby and put him in my vehicle. And I had to go. I had to like do a show in Louisville. And um, so I'm I'm in a hurry, but he's like starved, because he can't drive Mm -hmm. for another eighteen hours or something. So Mm -hmm. I gotta feed him. And I walked into a either Penn Station or Subway. Okay. Um, No, it's Mike's. Is it Mike's? Jersey Mike's. (laughs) Jersey Mike's.
2: Yeah. Did you actually, Jersey Mike's was just called Mike's. The very first one. I read that on the delivery bag the other day.
3: (laughs) And I walk in with him. Now he's just out of surgery. Oh, so he's. But the guys behind the counter are thinking, because he can't even speak.
2: Oh, they just he's think, standing. He's they think he's drunk, drunk or stoned.
3: I'm like, what do you want, buddy? i uh, uh, oh, He's pointing to oh, stuff, and I'm like...
2: And yeah, you can't leave him in the car. No. He might drive away. Yeah.
3: Well, I could take the keys with me. Yeah, well. I don't know how your automobile works. Let's start
2: a service. Was it a
3: hand crank?
2: It is. Let's start a service where just you and I go pick up people post-surgery mm, and film their mm. ridiculous things. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Oh, it's so good. And thankfully, I've never done anything super embarrassing, but like friends and stuff that are family that have picked me up say, I was, I'm just like, so my mom picked me up once. I think when I got my wisdom teeth taken out and she said I was just super complimentary of all the nurses. I just kept being uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, I love your jewelry. Oh.
3: You could say I was super complimentary of the nurses as what well. What
2: were you commenting on? Did you get that done in Columbia, baby? Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I was told, I don't remember any of this, but my mother came to pick me up as well. After a colonoscopy.
2: Oh, good.
3: And they're like, okay, Lee, your mom's going to help you get dressed. I said, oh, hell no. Oh. You are. Oh. <laughs> you look like you've got the
2: skills.
3: Yeah, to help me get dressed. I don't want my mom in here.
2: Now, were you nude? Yes.
3: It's, a, colon, n- it's oh, a colonoscopy. Yeah. Oh, was I, I nude?
2: Left. I forgot. I was like, you didn't at least keep your underwear on? I guess I was thinking of a massage.
3: Get some special underwear.
2: Oh, my gosh. It's got
3: the... Yeah. Anyway.
2: Oh, yeah. Now... He's got a port. (laughs) I I like that one. Um, That uh, from Frederick's. Oh my gosh! Yes, Lee and I both have had colonoscopies. Me for family history, Lee because of age, and um, Mm. I think they lowered the age of recommended age. You know, because I think that's why I did it. Don't tell me that. Yeah. Oh no, it's still gonna be. Oh no, it's fine. (laughs) You're gonna love it. I think they lowered it. And just recently, my mom told me, my dad, who's in his 60s, and I believe the recommended age is, it was 50, and I think it's now 45. But fact check me on that. It may have been 45 and then 40. My dad is in his 60s and is just now getting his first one. And my mom told me that the other day. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, he just didn't want to do
3: it. Yeah.
2: I was like, why are so many people, but especially men, that way? I'm like, guys, I think it's like, I don't, A, I don't want to be bothered with it, or B, I don't want to know if something's wrong. Because we, I think it's the main thing.
3: No, we Speak
2: fit. for men, Lee. Tell me what the problem <laughs> is. Because
3: we're, we're, we're geared to fix things.
2: How are you going to fix your colon?
3: <laughs> well, I will go get it fixed if it's broken.
2: But how will you know it's broken? But you actually went and got the colonoscopy.
3: I did because they gave it to me, I think.
2: My dad's doing it and I just...
3: It's the best sleep you'll get.
2: Oh, I know. Oh, I know which I needed after I sobbed like a baby when they were putting my IV in. I just got a colonoscopy back in September and I was so dehydrated, they couldn't get the needle in and I'm tired and anxious and I start sobbing, like mm. sobbing. And then the, and so this was just the nurse trying to put it in. They couldn't get it in. An then the anesthetist comes in. I think I've told this very attractive young man, comes in, I'm just sobbing. And he goes, uh, did I come in at the wrong time? And I was like, no, you're, you're just in time, hold me. Uh, he did hold my hand for quite some time And then told me about his beautiful wife and children I'm Happy for you guys uh, Anyway, so get your colonoscopy if you are of age They also have those kits if you're not high risk That you can send in your own sample uh, It's an at home Yeah, don't you do that, Nua? Nikita did it She did? Yeah, she told me that In confidence, don't tell her I said okay. that Guys, your health is in your own hands
3: Legitimately from Nikita. In that
2: case, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, but do it. Anyway, take care of yourself. The worst part is the prep. She probably just
3: sent in Ellie's stool sample.
2: Her dog? Yeah. They're like, ma'am.
3: You need some fiber.
2: You got to eat more than this dry kibble you're eating. <laughs> Good Man. Lord. The worst part is the prep, and anyone who's ever had a colonoscopy knows it. So anyway, I, that's the part. I, I didn't
3: I mind the prep. What? They give me a well, little bottle. The
2: first stuff. part's fine. It's like, woo, and then it's.
3: No, Niagara Falls.
2: No, then it's it's just like after a while you're like, can we call it a day?
3: Yeah, but it's kind of salty, so it's like salt water a little bit. That's
2: the liquid you have to yeah, drink, and then I you got to chase you know it with Gatorade water. Yeah, absolutely. oh, I could barely get it down. Last time I, the first time I had a colonoscopy, it was the big jug yeah. that you fill up. And it's got the powder in it. And you got to drink all that with water and stuff. I this time they no. gave me the little bottles, and yeah. you were talking about like, oh, they're good. I could barely get them down, Lee. It was like drinking a salt block.
3: Yeah, it was great. With
2: cherry flavor on it. I, I don't like,
3: need any cherry flavor. Just give me the salt.
2: Oh, mine were flavored, and I could not get them down. I, I mean, by that. the third one, I'm shaking, I'm quaking, I'm freaking out.
3: Yeah. Oh, God, it was terrible. You put it in a cup of water, a glass of water. You mix it.
2: I did. The first one, I just drank straight, and I was like Why? feeling. I don't know. And then the second time, I mixed it with water. But then you've got, it's a big cup, and then it's just more to consume. Anyway, get through that, and then the next day, the meal you get to eat, the first meal you get Mm -hmm. to eat. Actually, coincidentally, I think I had Jersey Mike's. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hit
2: the spot. Okay. What else is going on? You had a comedy show in Louisville. No.
3: I did not. I had a comedy show. I mean, show in, in Paris. In Paris, Kentucky.
2: You were in Louisville a few weeks ago. And yes. then how did that go? We haven't talked it was about great. that was this past a weekend. Place,
3: um, there's a, a new place called the Bourbon County Whiskey House.
2: The mm-hmm.
3: place is nice. Mm-hmm. It reminds you of like a New York City comedy club.
2: You don't know thing. what it reminds me of.
3: Well, <laughs> it does to me. And, no, I've heard uh, good reviews. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I always loved performing. Uh, In Bourbon County, I always have good shows. I mean, if I've done a 1,000 shows, I bet 10 of the top 50 were in Paris. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. They just love it up there. And I always have a great time. Yeah. All right. We got, uh, by the way, if you'd like to write to us, you can do so. It's uh, ideas at Lee If you want a topic to be discussed between the two of us, we'll do that for you
2: yeah that's right anything you have if you have a question for us or you just want our thoughts on a random topic no politics or religion you guys anything fun I'll do
3: that if you want
2: Politics or religion yes I'm good. That's okay so let's get to um our staff submitted random topics that Lee and I will sound off on
3: okay uh, Nida you know she's our producers What is a movie you could watch every day?
2: Father of the Bride yeah. Without question. Mm-hmm. Father of the Bride has been my lifelong favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Two, a close second. Father of the Bride, two. But the first one, I it for something, for some reason, is a salve to my soul. When I turn it on, it's like even just the music. Mm-hmm. And then the house became my dream house. And will always be. Mm-hmm. So Father of the Bride, I could watch it every day.
3: I would do probably Tombstone. Oh. Yeah. Or Young Frankenstein.
2: No matter what I do.
3: Do not open this do not door. Open this door. No matter what you hear mm-hmm. or what I might say.
2: A close second for me would be The Holiday mm-hmm. featuring Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Jude Law. Yeah. So good. My mom and I literally would watch that and we would always joke with each other. Oh, I've never seen this. Meanwhile, we've seen it 100 times.
3: I could watch the Marvel movies over and over if I had to. Mm-hmm. Some of them, not all of them. What was your
2: second one? You said Tombstone and then... Young Frankenstein. Oh, Young Frankenstein,
3: yeah. And then Marvel. And Bridget, she uh, writes in, she says, anyone from history you'd like to have a drink with?
2: There's
3: lots of people.
2: Oh my gosh, yeah.
3: Where do you even begin?
2: Man, I don't know. Does anyone jump to mind for you? There's so many options. And then I think, well, what would... For me, I'd want to have a drink with someone and them tell me a secret. Like the first person that jumps to mind for me is Marilyn Monroe, uh-huh. because I'd want to say, what happened to you?
3: Yeah. Maybe she doesn't know.
2: But if she came here today, am I going back in time to have a drink with her? No, or is I don't she know. coming here? Well, I, either That's way. That's literally what jumps to mind for me is I want to have a drink with someone that has an answer that I have not been given.
3: But she still may not know. They may have done this in her sleep. She may have been drugged.
2: What do you mean, they? I thought it was an accidental overdose. Could have been. I don't think it was. Uh, do would, you? Okay, I thought you were still no, moving on.
3: You no, know, I'd love to have a cocktail with Groucho Marx.
2: Oh, what about Chico?
3: Chico, too. I thought you like Chico well, best. I do. He's underrated. I know that. Oh, no, okay, he's but he's, he's not, not as talented as Groucho, okay. but he's so underrated. Yeah. You know, you know, he's a ladies guy, so we'd we'd have to go meet ladies.
2: Yes.
3: Okay. That's why he's named Chico, by the way.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, cool.
3: Groucho, supposedly, because he was tight with money, and they had, a, instead of a wallet, they had a thing called a grouch bag, and he would carry it and keep stuff in it, and they called it a grouch bag. I don't
2: know. A grouch bag?
3: So he was Let's groucho. ditch our wallets and Harpo get it. Harpo's obvious, because he played the harp. Oh. Huh. Gummo, you don't want to even know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're awful.
2: Okay, let me see. Um
3: I would like to have a cocktail with uh Mehmed.
2: Your obsession.
3: Yeah. The, the from what? From the Ottoman Empire. He's the guy that took down Constantinople. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like uh, Caleb deep teased us today. But
3: being he's Muslim, he probably wouldn't have a drink. No.
2: Um, right before we came in here to record, all the staff were like, y'all need topics? We're like, yes. They sent him. Caleb stopped it and said, do you need a topic? And I said, yes, we do. He goes, no problem. And I said, thank you, buddy. Has not sent us one. Oh, he sent it to me. Why? Just to you. I don't know. Caleb, my apologies. But yeah. I'm still hurt that you didn't include me in the text. What is it? Uh, hit us with it he's always got good random ideas
3: Caleb's is uh, what was the craziest concert moment you experienced
2: some people are going to hate this but truly I teared up at one point during the Taylor Swift era's tour concert I went to I went to one of her Denver why would shows why anybody hate that Well, some people love to hate on Taylor, and I understand the saturation of her in the media market right now is a lot, but that's not her fault. She's just making music and going on tour. She can't help it that every media outlet is doing a story on her, just like she can't help that the NFL shows her. Get over it. Anyway, um, I love her, always have. Anyway, there was a moment where, and I can't remember what song it was, but she was singing one song, and I remember it had, you know, the show starts in daylight, then it gets dark. And I remember just turning and looking (laughs) At the whole stadium and just thinking there's 73,000 people here. We're all singing her song. Mm. And I just felt so happy and grateful.
3: Mm.
2: So it's not a really crazy moment, but a a visceral extreme happiness and gratefulness that I hadn't felt in a long time. So you took a gummy? No. I had one lukewarm beer. (laughs) That's it. Anyway, no, I just felt that was a great concert. Just the realization of like, oh my gosh, this concert I've been looking forward to since she announced the tour. And now I'm here and we're all singing this song together at the same time. The weather was perfect. She was perfect. I was with one of my great friends and it was just wonderful. What about you? And I'm not a big concert person. Like I've been to very few concerts in my life. I just Mm -hmm. don't go to them.
3: Mine is easy. I was a young man and uh, me and dead air Dennis taking a couple of girls up to Cleveland, Ohio, to watch U2 in their Octung baby tour. Now, I was conflicted because I didn't want to go really because this was the fantasy year of Rick Patino and the Kentucky Wildcats before Christian Leitner ended at all. Ugh. And postseason had begun. This is March. And they played that night. And oh. I think they played Wisconsin. Oh. And I'm like, I'm going to miss the game. Oh, you know, and, and, and if they win that game, then they get to play Duke. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Well, anyway, the whole theme of the Octung Baby Tour or Zooropa, whatever they call it, Zoo TV. I, I, no I think Bono called it Zoo TV. Oh, okay. Which Bono is the most charismatic frontman in the history. If you've not seen you 2 he's just nobody has more Riz than that guy. Yeah. Nice. Look at these giant screens. Yeah. And it's a real television set. And he's clicking through channels. Mm. And he goes, What do you guys want to watch? And the dummies in Cleveland see red because Wisconsin is red. They think it's Ohio State. Uh. And they cheer. Uh. I know there's not that many Wisconsin fans there. No. And you're like, My game, though. No, he stopped it. He goes, Okay.
2: No, I know. And you're like, Oh, you actually liked it. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Because. Because it got them to stop in the team.
3: Kentucky's playing Wisconsin. That's why So sw- I'm getting to watch the game. And the concert. And the concert at the same time. And he left it up there for like 10 minutes. It's like I'm at a sports bar and Bono's the karaoke singer. The
2: greatest sports bar of all time. Yes. That's amazing.
3: And I got to see that we had a commanding lead, that we're winning, and I'm you know we're killing them. And I'm like, ah! And then I could relax and enjoy the concert. That's awesome. Yeah. That is
2: awesome. Did you see Rick Patino tweeted about Reed Shepard after the game?
3: No, what he say? He
2: said something like, just a great kid from a great family. Reed, you are special.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, anyway, Rick, who has uh, really not held back in the media these days, no, talking crap bad. about his own team. Yeah, his own
3: players, yeah.
2: Yeah, He's what did he say recently? This is the least fun I've ever had coaching. <laughs> <I'm> like, Rick, <laughs> <Yeah>. go <laughs> chill.
3: The least fun I've ever had at a restaurant was being in the booth next to him.
2: What restaurant? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, dear. I'll just take
3: the check, please. Can, yeah, can I leave?
2: That's right. Okay, guys. Um, thanks again for listening. Let's talk about a couple of things that we got coming up on the Shiggity Show. A couple of fun things we've shot lately. Da, 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 da.
3: By the way, we had okay. one of our and some I've had viewers write to us. We had probably I think that aired yesterday. The one of the best driving me crazies we've had in a long
2: time. Which one was it?
3: It was the parking garage.
2: Oh, hilarious.
3: Where you said I was wrong when I was right. We have to circle the block.
2: I'm so sorry about that. you're
3: not really. Let me
2: try. Let me try to be. Just give me a shot.
3: At being sorry?
2: Yes. All right. I'll need till next week's episode to get there. Anyway, um, I think it airs on today's episode of the Lee and Haley Show because this podcast should drop on the same day. We went to a cat cafe. in georgetown now
3: i was not present for that
2: lee was desperately hung over the day of that (laughs) shoot like desperately i'm shocked you were even at work um anyway but we made it through but i'm so sorry you'll have to hear most my voice mostly in that piece because lee was not speaking
3: the night before we shot that was valentine's
2: oh yeah and you went out with some friends Including Nakeda.
3: Nakeda was there,
2: yeah. Yes, and you loved the holiday. Uh, I did. You ended up wearing a women's fur coat, didn't you? It was Bridget's. Bridget's, yeah, so that's right. Nakeda had borrowed Bridget's fur coat because the uh, mob wife aesthetic.
3: That's what they were doing,
2: yeah. And you ended up leaning into the mob wife aesthetic. I did. Yes. So that fake mm. fur mm-hmm. cheetah coat, maybe, turned into the Cat Cafe the next day. Yeah. It's called Central Perk cat cafe in georgetown kentucky thank you to the lovely staff that had us out we had so much fun and all the cats there are up for adoption through the local humane society in the three years since they've been opened um, we were there a couple weeks ago so it's probably topped 700 cats when we were there it was like 693 that they have helped be adopted since they've been open so it's probably over 700 now um also our staff is surprising us with some sort of shoot that they did when lee and i were out of the office is that today Yes, I believe it airs today It'll or air tomorrow. tomorrow. It'll
3: air tomorrow. And it's a uh, leapfrog yeah, centric it, game.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, because of uh, it's a leap year, uh, February 29th, uh, leap day. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but we also have lots of other fun stuff coming up that you will have to see. We're going to play the Oregon Trail game. Mm. So, you'll see that on the show soon. Uh, We're also going to do Oscars on a budget because this year's Academy Awards are coming up. So we're going to do that soon. Oh, and I'm seeing here on the calendar, I did not know, coming up next week, Lee and I are going to learn how to Irish dance. St. Patrick's Day is coming
3: up. That's where you stomp cockroaches with your hands not moving at all. Is that correct? Uh
2: Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to learn. So anyway, tune in each and every day to the Lee and Haley show weekdays. If you're in Lexington, Kentucky, which is our home market, it is weekdays at 4 PM on ABC. Um, we also air in North Carolina. We, we, in Kentucky, we also air in Bowling Green on WBKO. But in addition to Kentucky, we air in North Carolina, Georgia, and Mississippi. So check your local listings there. We'd love to have you in our audience weekdays. Um, follow us on social media. Just search Lee and Haley on your favorite platform, including YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel where we post full-length clips that you may have missed from the show.
3: And thanks again to our sponsor, Shun Lee, which is excellent Chinese cuisine. I can't wait to officially try it out later today. You can book a table online. You can call for reservations, 859-309-0305. Did you get that? That's (laughs) 859-309-0305.
2: Now, why do you want to read it again? I don't know why.
3: Uh, Anyway, that's uh, located uh, just off Main Street, 111. Woodland Avenue.
2: Yes, that is right. Thank you to our fabulous sponsors there at chun and thank you all for listening or watching. Again, you can watch the video version on the Kentucky Sports Radio YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.
0: Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament.